0: This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reineck. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So I had a whole show planned for this week, but I threw it out the window as this short squeeze Wall Street Bets Reddit thing is going on. And it's going on with value stocks. Yes, value stocks. We're in the news for something that is kind of good or not so good I don't know it depends on your viewpoint right but many of those stocks are soaring as uh, the short sellers are getting squeezed there's option plays on all of them the moves uh, have been you know dramatic but a lot of the stocks that all that is happening in have been mentioned several times on this podcast in the past most of them but not quite all of them but some of those include GameStop. We've talked about it many times over the last couple of years because it has remained a value stock for numerous years, ticker GME, in case you don't know it. Um, Express has been featured on this podcast over the years. EXPR, Bed Bath & Beyond definitely has over the years. BBBY. might have talked about Tangier Factory Outlet. I can't remember if it was on this one or maybe the market edge, but that one SKT is the ticker there that is starting to see some big gains um, B and G foods is another one. I know we've mentioned that one BGS is the ticker there. They're also squeezing some other stocks that were not been mentioned here. Bill a bear BBW, Shake Shack, S-H-A-K, is uh, seeing a little bit of activity in that realm. So it occurred to me that after reviewing these lists of all these names, there's some more stocks, but these are just some of the main ones here on January 27th, 2021, that everybody's talking about. But I thought maybe some of you may actually be invested in some of these stocks, not involved in the option plays or anything that's going on on Wall Street bets. But you were just you know, bought in for a turnaround. Maybe you bought Bed Bath & Beyond back in the day, last year. <laughs> that was a long time ago, back in the day. Um, Or maybe you bought it when they got that new management that we've talked about. I used to own it in the insider trader because some of the insiders started buying once the new management came into place and started making changes and things started to improve. So we owned it in the insider trader for a while but sold out with a nice, very nice gain. But maybe some of you didn't sell it and you're still in there. And so it thought, you know, I thought, well, what what are those people doing? You may be sitting on a pretty big winner, or in the case of GameStop, a huge winner. So what if you had bought a thousand shares of GameStop last year for like five bucks? And that would have been cost you five thousand dollars, but maybe you were thinking it's not as bad as what everybody's saying. Um Michael Burry was in there. Maybe you bought before the Chewy CEO guy um, before he bought all that 10% position and uh, put some new people on the board maybe you know you're just a big fan of gamestop so you thought it was a value and you were gonna hold on so while you're just sitting there waiting for the turnaround uh, maybe you were just hoping to double your money so you bought it five bucks hey if it goes to ten that's a big winner I just doubled my money but then all this craziness happened, <laughs> and maybe you held on up through $50. So then you're at a 10-bagger stock, and then you're like, eh, should I be in there? But the craziness is still going on. We all get greedy. So let's just say you did hold on, and now here on January 27th, it's trading at $325, and you're still in it. So what do you do as a value investor? Like you're an investor, not a trader. What do you do? You you have this huge game it's now three hundred and twenty five thousand dollars and i've always said that all investors should have a plan it gives you um, some control of situations when things seem to go out of control right and this is out of control in a good way but it's still a not expected situation so you basically won the little lotto, if this is your scenario, right? And that's what they call that smaller lottery here in Illinois, although they did change its name to Lucky Day Lotto now. But most states have that lotto, right? They have like the big lotto and then they have that smaller one that's a lot easier to win. But it usually starts around 100000 150000 and then it goes up from there. But people win it all the time. And um, that's what this is. If you're winning 325,000, and I say that winning, if you, if you have that now in GameStop, you just won the little lotto. And that can have a big influence on your life, obviously, because you have to ask, what was your plan? What were you investing for? And this type of event in something like GameStop is really a once in a lifetime type of event for most investors. But the harder trade um, is what to do with the other stocks that are up big in this whole event, but not as big as GameStop, because it seems pretty likely that many people um, either cashed in when uh, GameStop went to 100 or they cashed in part, and now they're cashing in the rest of it at 325. Um, I'm sure there's some who feel the greed and might stay in some part of the position to see if they can get a little bit more, but a lot of people are hightailing it out of there. So that's fairly easy. But what do you do if you're in, again, one of these other stocks that isn't up quite so big? So I own B&G Foods, again, ticker BGS, in the value investor portfolio here at Saks. Uh, we bought it last July, 2020, it is a pandemic play because they're a food company. They own Green Giant among a whole bunch of other brands, but their Green Giant division has been soaring during the pandemic, we're all stuck at home, we're all going to shop at the grocery stores because we're not eating out or even ordering in as much as we used to. And so now we're all cooking at home and Green Giant has a lot of the frozen vegetables, fruits, and now they have a whole new line of frozen products that have turned out to be really popular that a lot of consumers didn't know they had and now are enjoying them, like the uh, cauliflower rice um, options. They have some that are sweet potato rice. They have a lot of the um, zucchini noodles, frozen, and things like that, and um, those little like hash brown things, or and the tater tots, those are all <laughs> really good. But they've done a lot of food innovation, along with a lot of the other food companies who are really seeing a lot of benefits right now. So that's their backstory. The fundamentals have been good. Um, they've they've been cheap for. This entire time, even as sales are surging, so revenue is expected to be up 19.5% in 2020 and only 4% next year in 2021 because everybody assumes, you know, the pandemic will ease and that was peak sales, basically. We're all still not going to cook at home. We're going to just go back to our old habits. Although um, B&G Foods and the other food companies would say that some of the Uh, changes in behavior are going to be permanent so they're not ready to say that it's all over for them and that they're going to go back to slower growth but that remains to be seen so we were just holding onto this stock it does pay a dividend and at one point it was well above six percent and yeah they can afford to pay it they were they never cut it and they do reward shareholders with that big dividend it's still yielding five point six percent right now and the stock is still cheap, It still has a forward P of just 14. But this week, when everything is going on with GameStop and these short squeezes, they have discovered B&G Foods as well, and this, this stock is now up 45% in just one week as well. Now, the portfolio at Zach's, we bought it again in July 2020, we're now up 67% with this week's gain so you can see what a big move it has been for these shares so again you if you're in this stock what do you do you're now up 45 percent in just a matter of a few days on no news and it's a type of company that yes has growth and is well run it's got that dividend um it's it's in an innovative area with this nice food innovation but that kind of gains would not be the norm <laughs> for this type of company. So do I cash in? The, the big gains may now be priced in here. Um, even if I'm a long-term investor, even if I'm expecting, oh yeah, I'm going to stay in this for a couple of years. It gets a little hard when you start to see, you know, 50%, hundred percent gains in just like two or three sessions that that would be like several years gains for a, a stock like this. Another one to look at, I don't own this one um, in any portfolio, is Build a Bear, ticker BBW. It's up 60% in just one day when I'm recording this on January 27th. Express EXPR, I mentioned that one. That one's up 244% in just one day when I'm recording this. So again, if you had just kind of bought Express, hoping for some kind of turnaround there because it was, you know, super cheap. Or Build A Bear, it was under five dollars. I know a lot of you like to buy the under five dollar stocks. I've done podcasts on that before. Maybe I need to do another one. I don't know. Um but we all get lured into those two, three, four dollar stocks thinking, gosh, it doesn't take that much to go to eight dollars from four to eight and I double my money. So And in this case, some of these literally have doubled in just a day or two days or three days. And so you're sitting on these big gains. So again, I urge everybody to think about what was your plan, that's why it's good to have a plan. Um, What are you expecting to get out of the company? Um, And where, where do you sit with what the stock is doing? Because a lot of these moves are not, quote unquote, normal, and um, we may just go back to where we were prior to the moves at some point, so uh, you have to ask, you know, what is your point of owning it and whether or not you do want to cash in some of those gains. Now remember, I've said many times on these types of shows where I've talked about when do you sell. and nobody says you have to sell your entire position out. Um, you can take half off, you can take a quarter off, whatever floats your boat that makes you feel like, yeah, I'm cashing in some of this, but I still feel greedy and I still wanna see if I can get even bigger gains. And that is an effective method for you know locking in some of the gains. Um, obviously you're not gonna get quite as big of results at the end if you're locking in half and it keeps going up. But, you know, from my point of view as an investor, um, the, game, the game is to have profits. And on something like GameStop, where it can be life-changing, then you have to really examine, um, you know, actually taking a lot of it off the table there and um, celebrating your good luck, basically. So keep those things in mind. But this is an interesting time for value investors because, you know, we were just supposed to be in a group where there might be rotation into our stocks this year like there was at the end of last year, 2020, and that value investing may become a little more prominent, but not expected to be this prominent, right, (laughs) with some of these Um, Stocks that have really been struggling, that are in a turnaround or that are in industries that are facing real challenges, like Tangier Factory Outlet. I'm sure many of you have been to one of those. Those are those outdoor outlet malls. And they've been holding up very well. There's been a lot of return in their foot traffic back to these malls. They benefited because most of them are outdoor type outlet malls. So even with the COVID restrictions and whatnot, uh, consumers have not been afraid to go and like hang out in the in the sh- these types of shopping malls. Uh, but they face challenges with some of their underlying retailers having gone bankrupt. So they'll have some empty stores that they have to release. Um, some of their retailers are behind in paying rent, but that has improved as we've gone along here. But there's some real challenges, like a lot of these have these real challenges. So um, think that, keep that in mind if you are thinking about actual fundamentals with these. You're not just buying to double your money. You are buying the business, underlying business. And I'm thinking of that a lot with B&G Foods. Like I said, I own it in the value investor right now we are staying in it they haven't reported earnings yet i think it's towards the end of february is when they report i love the business i'm a big fan of it it's just going to depend on what happens here with these short squeeze option move type plays that are going on in it but i'm watching it closely and you should be watching all of yours as well so let me recap some of the tickers here and we're going to keep an eye on this and might have to have some more podcast episodes about it. I'm I'm not complaining that it's happening in value stocks. Like I said, um, it's about time some of us value people uh, were in something exciting here. Um, but it's something to keep an eye on. And um, so I don't think it's going to just suddenly end in a few days. So those tickers again, GameStop, of course, is GME. Uh B and G Foods is B G S. S is in SAM. B G S. Uh Build a Bear is B B W. Express is E-X-P-R. Bed Bath and Beyond is B B B Y. Um, Tangier Factory Outlet, S-K-T. I mentioned Shake Shack. That's S-H-A-K. Wait, S-H-A-K. Um, Shake Shack is one of those, it's not a value, but uh, it has a big short position in there. So I think that's why that one's on the move. And I think that was it, but a lot is going on in value. So we've got to stay nimble here and um, we'll see what happens throughout this year, 2021. It should be an interesting year. So you want to subscribe to make sure you're getting all our episodes. Uh, We will have more episodes on value stocks as we go along. um, And who knows what else we may be talking about. So uh, be sure to subscribe. You can get us on SoundCloud, but only with the Zacks Market Edge there. I know some of you have other platforms. So we are on Spotify as a standalone show. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on a bunch of others. Just put in the Value Investor Podcast with uh, Zach's or my name, Tracy Reinick, into Google, and you'll find somewhere where you can listen to it and subscribe, but be sure to, because I'll be back again next week with some more value stocks.